Did you know that I have a five-step manifestation planner? Well, I do. And we are about to head into a little series where we talk through those five steps, starting with today. Mind Your Energy is for you, the woman who is ready to break up with a busy life to reclaim a vibrant, full one. Fuel your motivation, mind, and heart with stories and strategies to confidently show up as your best self. I'm Mary Zargarian, a certified life and mindset coach, NLP, EFT, and Reiki practitioner. As Mindset Mary, I'll be bringing you conversations around mindset, self-love, energy mastery, and personal growth. Together, we will let go of perfectionism, self-doubt, and burnout to live a life of more confidence, alignment, and fun. Are you ready for what comes next? Let's get started. Now, you might be familiar with manifestation, and some people call it the law of attraction, but ultimately, it's about believing something so much, believing it, thinking it, and actually creating the circumstances and the actions for those things to happen. So if you are dreaming about having something in your life, having more of something, having something different... It's going to require you to take those steps towards whatever it is that you desire. And in turn, that type of energy or that intention is going to, well, attract more abundance, attract more of what that is that you desire into your life. And so that's how manifestation or this law of attraction works. And I do agree it works, you guys. <laughs> it really does. Now, I do offer a five-step manifestation planner for free. I will actually link to that down in the show notes. But I thought, why not go ahead and turn this into a little series on the podcast? So we're here to talk about the five steps that I include in my manifestation planner. And we're going to walk through step number one today, which is reflection. Because I truly don't believe that you can get aligned with your values, you can get aligned with your vision and start making that plan to manifest it to become your reality without doing some reflection. So are you ready for this? Step one, we're going to reflect. And this is going to be a big one, you guys, because we're going to reflect on 2020. Oh, who's ready for this? 2020 was a year we are never going to forget. And it's a year that even our youngest of kids at home right now, they may have inklings and memories of all of us being home together. But I guarantee you, we are going to be telling stories to our kids, our grandkids, and that legacy is going to be passed along because we've learned so much through all of these hardships. And I want to make sure that all of those lessons learned don't get forgotten when things start opening back up and life starts going back to a sense of what our normalcy is. And so it was, 2020 was hard on many, many levels. I think I actually did a full um, podcast episode on this, but through every breakdown comes a breakthrough. I'm going to keep talking about that. <laughs> we talked about it in last week's episode with Avery, and it's seriously something that we all need to keep in mind that when things get hard, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So let's take a moment to reflect on the past year together and find those key lessons that we can carry forward in our manifestation plan for how we make 2021 the best year possible. 
Okay. So I, in my manifestation planner, I list out a number of questions that will guide you through getting clarity on those lessons learned that you personally have for 2020. And I'm going to go ahead and read out just a couple of these questions because again, I want to encourage you to go download the planner, just have this. It's a really great way to go through these exercises, not just now and not just annually, honestly, but this is good when you're going into like a monthly planning cycle. If you plan quarterly, like I am doing right now, where you pause every quarter to reassess the past quarter and realign for the next quarter. Okay, so a couple of the questions I include in here are things like, what experience from this past year do you appreciate the most? Again, the purpose of this is to understand what some of those key takeaways and insights are from your experiences. And I want to make sure we're not fixating on the negative necessarily, but here's another question. What have you done in the last year that makes you proud? And I guarantee you, Each of us has something that makes us proud, even if it's simply to say, I made it through the year with my family together and we're all safe and healthy and happy. Um, What's the most important lesson you've learned in the last year? And so those are just examples of the questions that I have in this 2020 reflection step number one for my five steps in my manifestation planner. I know it's a bit of a mouthful, but guarantee you, if you go through these exercises, do them, wholeheartedly do them, like be bought into the process, dig in deep, don't just surface level answer these questions, but really truly understand what you're taking away from what is undoubtedly one of the hardest years of all of our lives. So I'm going to go ahead and share a couple of my reactions and reflections to these questions that I've shared with you. So the question about what experience from this past year do you appreciate the most? For me personally, I appreciate the opportunity to be home, that I get to be home with my family during these times, that I get to be home to take care of them and to make sure we are all okay and to protect them the best way that I know how. Um, That's an experience that I will never take for granted ever ever again. (laughs) Um, Not that I ever took it for granted before, but when I was commuting, um, there were a couple of instances where, oh my gosh, I had to leave everything and jump in the car and get back home because something would happen with my son, for example, and I felt like I just needed to be here. But then get stuck in traffic and be stuck in the car for an hour and a half to two hours freaking out, worrying about all the what-if scenarios that are playing in my head and realizing that I had no control over any of that. I had no control over the cars on a one-lane highway going home, moving out of my way so I can get home faster. So the experience this past year that I will never take for granted is being able to be home with my family. If they need me, I am right there. It hasn't always been easy um, trying to balance and juggle it all, but... It's given me an opportunity to really assess and really learn how to let go of things that I was holding on to and doing myself before. My husband is a awesome (laughs) cook. Um, And so instead of me feeling like I have to be the one doing all the housework, doing all the cooking, homeschooling, business, career, just everything, I'm not going to say it came easy, right? We had our couple moments when we started working from home where we had to talk about the mindset and the pressure that I was putting myself and why I needed to get comfortable with him now 
Like that's his kitchen. <laughs> he won't say that. He'll say it's our kitchen. But honestly, I say it now with so much pride that it's his kitchen because he just thrives in there and the things that he can create for our family. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I'm actually proud of myself for not trying to put that pressure on myself to be the one doing all of the things and being able to recognize that there are areas where I can let other people shine in my work, in my business, in home life. Uh, I don't have to be that one trying to do everything for everybody. So that experience from this past year that I appreciate most was just working from home and having everybody home together has kind of forced me to realize some of these things about myself, about the imbalances that were happening with role and gender overload, um, emotional and mental overload, just all of the things. And being able to have some open and honest conversations between me and my husband, just everything about what this all looks like and where I value, where I put the time and energy and the value. What's the most important lesson you've learned in the last year? This is an interesting one. And I think mine has been to not hesitate, <laughs> as I hesitate to say that, to not hesitate, be able to speak what's on my mind, be true to myself, be true to my values, true to what I want for my family, our life, everything. And now feeling powerful, empowered to be able to speak up and say what's on my mind. Honestly, the worst case scenario for saying what's on your mind. I mean, of course, you have to be politically savvy in certain moments. I get that. And there is a time and place sometimes for things. But I have built so much self-awareness about what I'm thinking and feeling to be able to tap into that in the moment and be true to it. Stand beside it. And so an important lesson that I've learned this last year is really being comfortable and confident in who I am, what I want, and sticking up for that. I have done a lot of work lately on my throat chakra, which is for communication and being able to speak one's truth. And that's because in the past, I would always be the last person to answer a question in a room, in a group. I would always be the person that says, okay, I think I know how I want to respond, but let me iterate on that message. Let me figure out if that's the right response I should be saying based on how everybody else is responding, right? Not based on how I feel and what I think. And so now it's interesting to have my own perspective and now be confident enough to share that perspective, get a little sassy when I need to, and actually speak up and ask some of the hard questions. Like I remember our team going into a planning session for the quarter and we got through it relatively quickly, um, which I don't know if it's a good thing because I used to facilitate leader com leadership conversations where it was based on Patrick Lencioni's work, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And it's this whole notion that you can have different leaders in a room, each of them responsible for their own body of work, right? They are all experts in their thing. But you need to work collectively to challenge each other, push each other, make sure that you are all sharing in the success, but also you share in each other's failure. And if you can't learn how to support and push each other to do better, then you're always going to be mediocre. And so one thing I've learned during that planning meeting, we got through it relatively quickly. We still had like an hour left on the calendar and everybody was like, okay, well, I think we're done. I'll give everybody an hour back on their clock. And I was like, wait a minute. There's something that we're missing if we got through it this quickly. 
right? And so learning how to be able to speak up and challenge when it's appropriate and challenge again for the greater good. And I'm also doing that for myself. I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to ask my husband to challenge me when it's for our higher good, for myself, for our family, right? Um, And so that's the most important lesson I've learned from this past year was being able to speak my truth, being confident enough to understand my perspective and sharing that with others and asking questions and challenging and pushing, not because I want to be a pushy, difficult team member, but because we're all here to do something bigger with our life. At least I'm here. And I think that if you're here listening to, that's your intention. And we can't do that if there are people around us who aren't willing to challenge us and push us and know that we're capable of more, but that we're settling for less. So that's my big important lesson from this last year and something that I'm definitely carrying forward into this next year for myself. And if you haven't noticed, for the business. (laughs) So hold on to your seats, everybody, because you're getting a lot more (laughs) of the mind behind Mindset Mary. Okay, so I know I went through two of the questions that I have in the planner, but like I said, there are other questions here, other prompts for you to really dig in deeper, understand what your key takeaways are from 2020. Um, And again, when you're going through a manifestation exercise, it's not just an annual look back, like do this, whatever cadence you feel like you need to reflect, and you need to just sort through your thoughts. Because until you really understand that and what your current situation is, you're not going to be open to what is possible going forward. You're not going to be ready for the next step, which we're going to talk about next week on the podcast. So again, if you want to download my five-step manifestation planner and follow the series along, I will go ahead and link to it in the show notes. It's a free download, um, and it does get you on my community email list. So you'll get regular weekly updates from me with other freebies, tips, advice, challenges, questions, all of that goodness. Okay, so let's end today's episode with an affirmation. I just pulled this card from my deck, and I love, love, love this message. I see beauty in the parts of me that I used to think were broken. I love this, and we will talk in a future episode a lot about self-love, self-worth, valuing your identity, being confident in who you are. I wanted to leave you with that little nugget for your week. All right, lovely ladies, I will talk to you again next week's episode. If you liked today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review. This will help me know what topics are really resonating with you and make sure I'm lining up more great things as we go along.